Good afternoon, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Happiness After Codependency. I'm Marshall Bircher, and I am your guide in helping you create the relationships, prosperity, and peace you deserve in your life after codependency, narcissistic abuse, and even neglect, all of those things that we have been through. Today, we are doing episode two of the How to Heal Your Codependency series. Today, we're going to talk on the next step. The last episode, we talked about the three uh, creating the three zones of safety. Today we're going to talk about sanity, because in my model of healing codependency, there there are specific foundational things we have to create in our world, and we have to work on in order to be free permanently of codependency and being able to avoid narcissistic, unhealthy, unavailable relationships in the future. So we're going to be talking about the importance of sanity and how we create it so that you can be sane in your world. Before we get to that, I need to share this out real quick to the community, the communities where you can find additional guidance, tools, support in your journey in creating the life you want after codependency, the peace, finding healing, finding relief, finding sanity again, as well as creating friendships and relationships, prosperity and peace in your world. The link is above on Facebook, below on a YouTube, and now we're going to click the right buttons and get them in there. Check that out above there. There's some rules that govern the group. The group does function differently than other groups, so make sure you check those out to make sure it's an appropriate fit for you. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. And guys, if this video, these trainings are making an impact in your world, share these out to people whom you know would benefit from it. And thank you for doing that because we're, we're just on the cusp of 5,000 subscribers here on YouTube, and we're... We're over 6,000 on uh, Facebook and stuff. So thank you guys for helping me grow this movement. Also, comment below your thoughts and your feedback and perspective on today's episode. Okay, so generating sanity. So how to create and keep sanity after abuse. In healing codependency, specifically in relationship to narcissistic abuse and to chronic emotional neglect, we're going to have to address very specific things in order to find lasting peace and freedom. The first one is our safety. And we talked about that in our previous episode of restoring those three zones of safety with physical, emotional, and relational safety. The second component in this is sanity. We have to understand what is real. Without understanding what is real, we get stuck in fantasy. So codependency relies on fantasy to drive it forward. There is no escaping codependency if we do not acknowledge what is real and acknowledge our fantasy and then neutralize it. So let's talk a bit about why codependent fantasy exists. Codependent fantasy is a product of coping. We develop the fantasy to try to give us hope and give us direction and give us energy to live through what we were going through common codependent fantasies that that show up in this journey the hope or the fantasy that they will one day change if i change myself enough that's kind of like the perfectionist's fantasy if i can change myself enough they'll stop behaving this way and they'll start loving me the way they used to they'll become the person they were when i first met them or they'll become the parent that i always needed out of them. It's one common, common codependent fantasy. Another one is that they complete you. 
the fantasy that a relationship gives you value, gives you wholeness, and gives you identity. This comes from the unmet child. This comes from the aspect of herself that was never really known and never really witnessed by our parents and by others. So we never came into contact with that aspect of ourselves. It's an echo of what's called the merge response. So a really deep form of fawning is to merge. Now children, really infants, toddlers, they already merge. We merge naturally with the other individual because we don't have a bearing to our own identity and to reality yet. So the identity of the, the infant and toddler tends to fuse a bit with the, their environment, with their parent, things like that. <coughs> but as they grow, the brain develops a capacity to discern itself from others. This is practice called individuation, and they start to differentiate themselves. They start to see how they feel differently, think differently, respond differently to the world than maybe mom, dad, or their peers or siblings do. This gets inhibited in unhealthy and unavailable emotional relationships between a parent and a child, and so the child is never allowed to, never empowered to, and never given uh, the necessary reflection to become them selves. So that ev resolves or that emerges into an adult that's looking for this emerging experience, looking to become whole through the relationship with another, usually the romantic relationship. So that creates this fantasy that you complete me. It's that uh, common phrase from that movie that I'm having the moment trying to recall. Um, that people really get hooked on. Ah, the relationship completes me. So that's a codependent fantasy that drives us. Another one that shows up is what's called the better than nothing fantasy. I, I'll, at least I have something. It's better than starving. And this happens because we are ignoring the impact of the relationship and what we're actually getting, how it's affecting our health, our emotional our, our awareness and well-being, our finances, our body, our career, all of that. So those are three common codependent fantasies that uh, we have if we're dealing with codependency. Now, one of the, the reasons why we have the fantasies is because, again, it gives us hope. It gives us direction. It gives us purpose. It gives us a sense of power, like maybe I can change things. Because what, one of the things to really understand about codependency is it's a last resort option for the brain and the nervous system uh, to handle chaotic, unreliable, scary, threatening relationship dynamics. You have undoubtedly tried other methods to try to get your needs met, to try to make things easy, to try to create connection, to have a sense of value, to have a sense of identity. And when those have constantly failed, codependency emerges because the body gives up the fight, it gives up the flee, and it starts to freeze and fawn a lot. And its nervous system reactions towards the people it has relationship with and then emerges the people pleasing, the accommodation, the trying to prove and earn love, trying to fix others and ourselves, and try to control outcomes of perfectionism shows up. This is all based on this idea that the fantasy is what is real. We cling to that with deep hope and deep desperation in order to survive the euphoria, distress, and discard cycles 
our despair cycles we go through when we're being seduced and groomed, abused and discarded in the relationship repeatedly. This is why it exists. It's also what keeps us stuck in codependency. So the fantasy has its purpose in trying to help us stay alive, but it also perpetuates itself. And that leads to the destructive experience of being stuck repeatedly in relationships that don't function because in the background is this fantasy about what it's supposed to be like. So we have fantasies about our relationships. We have fantasies about ourselves and who we're supposed to be. We have fantasies about what our parents were supposed to be, our siblings, um, maybe spirituality or deities are supposed to be like, what money is supposed to be like, be like what life should have been. We've got a lot of these because this is the way we clung to hope and it's the way we coped with the pain we were dealing with. Now we have to come to sanity. And this is deep, deep work. This is confronting work. This is the work of honesty with ourselves. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hit me here. Because <laughs> when I work with, I mean, today I was talking with students. A lot of sanity is happening for people right now. Sanity about themselves and sanity about the relationship they thought they had. Realizing that's not what they had. Sanity about the cost of their choices. Sanity about what they want. Sanity about what they've lost. Because with sanity comes grief. So what is sanity? Sanity is the honest take on reality. It's looking at the facts of what is occurring. So there's three specific elements we're looking at when we create sanity. The first thing we have to do is sane make. So sane making involves looking at the facts. What's the context? What are the choices and actions taken? What are the outcomes those choices and actions take? So we need to see what is really going on. And it really breaks down to facts. So, hey, I'm in a relationship with this person. They treat me this way. This is how I feel. This is how I react to it. This is the out impact that has on my life, and this is the outcome it creates. When I'm able to assess those things, I can see what's really going on with myself in this relationship and what they're doing and what I'm doing. This is a very blunt instrument because reality is a blunt instrument. It doesn't have give in it. It is what it is. And sanity when we start to access it and consider it, we have to do it in a very gentle fashion because our denial, our fantasy, has helped us navigate very scary and difficult things till we could get to a place where we could then begin to acknowledge those things and bring them into the light. So sanity in a very titrated bit-by-bit -bit process really shows up as, well, today I'm admitting that I hurt. Today, I'm admitting that I am sad. Today, I acknowledge I'm angry about what I went through. Today, I acknowledge that they are not the person I thought they were. Or I acknowledge that they are not keeping their word. Or I am not keeping my word. Um, I acknowledge what's there. So that first step in sanity is premised on the concept of acknowledgement. 
what is going on. And we can acknowledge one thing at a time. We don't have to acknowledge the context yet or all the choices and actions or all the impacts or all the results. Instead, just today this hurts. Today I am not happy. Today I'm seeing that this isn't what I thought it was. This starts to cultivate sanity in our perspective, in our nervous system, and with our emotions. We're able to get more in contact with what's real for us. And when we have that contact, this gives us our power back, guys. Sanity is essential to restoring your connection with your personal power, your innate value, your self-trust, and ultimately your freedom from ever needing to be codependent again. So in the happiness after codependency system, we spend five weeks building sanity. We identify your fauna response and the fantasies constructed from that and how those show up. And then we start to identify reality using the fact-based method of sane making. And then we move into the processing of reality, which is going to involve grief and anger. Because anger is where our inner advocate is back in its rightful place of empowering ourselves to acknowledge violations, to acknowledge unmet needs, and then to help us see what direction we need to go with our choices and actions so that we can do the work we need to do there. Grief is a profound, ever-present companion in your work here. Healing codependency isn't flowers yet. That does come. But there is a period in this process where you're going to grieve. You're going to wrestle with what you've been through, with what is. And this is an important wrestle to have because this is awakening up. This is an emergence of clarity that gives you the capacity to create what you want in your world after moving through this. And so we, when we talk about sanity, we are talking about a journey with anger, with grief, in a container of support, love, and validation. That's what we do in the happiness after codependency system is create that container. And we together, you, me, and the other students, we move through this together. Um, because when we come to trust our own lived experience, we come to acknowledge it and let it become legitimate and then trust in that legitimacy, we come back into contact with what we need to know, what we need to understand so that we can choose better in our world. Because that really comes down to that. We're coming back to personal power. How do I use my choice? How do I use my action for my well-being and happiness? And you can't get there without acknowledging what's really going on. So sanity really depends on being willing to acknowledge the facts, the context. What was the situation? What are the choices and actions you took? What are the choices and actions they took? What were the emotions you experienced in response to that? What was the impact you live with and they live with? What was the outcome? Once you have that, the next step in sanity is to acknowledge the pattern that shows up in your world three specific patterns we're looking for. The patterns of behavior, the patterns of impact, and the patterns of results 
that are happening in this relationship uh, with this person, place, or thing. Because it's those that tell the truth. Patterns tell the truth. Not promises, not words, not claims. The pattern of behavior, impact, and result tell the truth. And so at the pinnacle of sanity is this deep connection and sobriety with these three elements. If I can identify the pattern of behavior, impact, and result I'm experiencing, I know what to predict will happen in the future. And if that prediction doesn't align with my well-being and happiness, I need to make a change in this relationship. And that change doesn't mean changing myself. It often means either advocating a boundary, depending on what's going on, or even leaving the relationship. This is why sanity is critical. It's why it's the second component in my work. First component safety. We've got to build emotional, relational, and physical safety so that we can access sanity because then sanity amplifies our safety. And with that, it restores our sovereignty. We'll talk about that in our next episode. But these three are these three elements are essential to creating real safety, real connection, and real value identity in your world that's sustainable, that produces peace, joy, happiness, safety, protection, where you're not walking on eggshells anymore. You're not anticipating what the other person's, you know, how to mitigate them from having a blow up, where you're not braced for a tantrum, where you're not scared to say no. Instead, you'll actually feel empowered and encouraged and confident to do that. You feel at peace. You, In the relationship, it's calm. It's got its kind, loving rhythm. And so when conflict happens, it's more like, what will we learn about each other here? There's not this big, ooh, got to be ready. It's going to get bad. It's more like, oh, they care about me. I care about them. I feel seen. I feel heard, I feel valued, and I can see they love and value me through their behavior. Not just because they tell me this, but by the way they treat me. And vice versa, how I'm treating them. Sanity is critical if you're going to break free from codependency and actually experience real love, real connection, and real peace in your world. So I've got a tool for you today that's from the course um, that tool is called the get sober practice it's going to take you through the core essential steps of building sobriety in your world so you can put that practice into now and if you want to go deeper in mastering sanity mastering those three zone three zones of safety and sovereignty which we'll talk about tomorrow come join us in the happiness after codependency system because that's what we do part of what we do because we also are going to expand connection back to your innate value to knowing and loving who you are following that and then creating relationships that matter and are sustainable in your world so those are literally the three things we do in the happiness after codependency system restore your safety sanity and sovereignty so that you can have your power back to make better choices and actions for yourself which allows you to really come to know love and be who you are so that you can create purpose and relationship in your life that's fulfilling. So if those are things that you're seeking in your life, come join us. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, because we enroll. Enrollment's open. We start August 15th, so just about three and a half weeks from now. So 
or coming up on this quick. If you want to get to know my work more, come join us for the five-day healing codependency workshop. The link is also above on Facebook, below on YouTube, where I'm going to teach you the four essential concepts and practices you need for healing codependency, which involve soothing and regulating the nervous system, restoring some sanity by believing your lived experience, beginning the process of reconnecting you to your natural self-trust, and connecting you back to your innate value. So you come join us for that. It's free if you want to attend the live classes. You can buy the you can also purchase the recordings uh, as well. So there you go, my friends. Sanity is critical. It's one of the most important pieces of work we do. It's also one of the most challenging things because I'm I'm not gonna make this all roses and flowers because it's not. This is hard work. This is the investment you're making in tomorrow's happiness. So it takes courage. It's something that I hold a lot of praise and respect for, for people who take this on because it is not an easy process. But it is a worth it process. It's a worthwhile experience because it changes your world from that desperation, emptiness, loneliness, and pain. And it opens you up to connection, to nurture, to peace, to soothing and even joy and happiness long term so it's one of those essential components in this journey so go gently with yourself check out the tool that's linked above on facebook below on youtube let me know your thoughts on today's video and thank you guys for being here for being a part of my world go gently and i'll see you guys in our next episode bye bye